Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, now on the C-Suite Radio Network. Excited to be here with another Great episode. We're going to be interviewing Anthony Gunatalecki. I love that name. Hard to say. Had to practice it over and over again just to make sure I got it. Uh, Anthony is the president of Amdocs Technology, and we're going to be talking about everything related to artificial intelligence, AI, and how it is impacting the world of customer service. According to Anthony, uh, he believes that uh, artificial intelligence, intelligence, it's even hard to say, uh, artificial intelligence will revolutionize the way customer service is done. So with that in mind, I want to talk a little bit about what I've learned related to artificial intelligence. I am proud to say that uh, IBM, uh, you know IBM, Big Blue IBM, invited me uh, to several of their conferences over the last few years. Uh, a couple of them that I attended, it's called the World of Watson. Watson is their uh, artificial intelligence computer. Watson is like Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey, uh, Alexa from uh, Echo, from uh, Siri. We have uh, we have Siri with <laughs> my iPhone. Anyway, like you can talk to the computer, and you either talk to the computer with your voice, or you type in like a text message or a question, and it types back an answer as if it's human talking to human. And this kind of blows my mind. So I was able to attend uh, with 14 other people. There were 15 of us total. Uh, We were invited to attend IBM's first ever cognitive college that included amazing product demonstrations and lectures about how uh, Watson, the computer's cognitive abilities are impacting uh, marketing commerce and specifically as we are concerned here on this show customer service and at the end they gave us a little uh, you know accolade they called us adjunct professors of uh, the cognitive college experience understanding uh, how AI is affecting all of this so I want you to know that Watson uh, the name Watson is is they that's the computer and it basically it thinks and it's Watson is to business what Siri and Alexa are to consumers and I think as as uh, uh, Amazon and and Google and the Echo and 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 iPhone and any of these artificial intelligence response systems that we can talk to get better and better they're going to be used more and more for business as Watson is focused on business so we're able to interact as I mentioned verbally Uh, we can talk to them we can use our our phones Uh, but the basic gist is that we give commands or we ask questions and we get answers I get up every morning and I say uh, I ask Alexa hey what's the weather today or every time I get ready to go out of town What's the weather? But if you can imagine that a system can be used like this to help and support customer service. Now, I'm not suggesting uh, for a moment at this point in time that we can call a support center and we hear something on the phone that resembles a human, even sounds like a human. We're not even sure. Maybe it's a human or is it a computer? And we start talking to this computer, and the computer completely understands us and recognizes us and uh, remembers us from before. And it's an amazing system. Are we there yet? I don't know if we're quite there yet, but we're getting really close. Now, that's on the audio end where I'm actually talking to a computer. But it is 
more than real today when I can go online and I can log into my account on wherever I have uh, an account. Let's say GoDaddy, and I love and I've used GoDaddy before as an example, but GoDaddy is a great example. I can log in and I can interact with the computer, and I don't even know it's a computer. And maybe if there's a problem. It flips me over to a human being, and I don't even know I've been flipped over to a human being at that point. But what I'm trying to say is that artificial intelligence is becoming a cool part of customer service. If you can imagine, I worked with a company last year. They monitor millions of phone calls. They're not listening to an individual person or not listening to the call center rep to determine whether or not they're doing a good job or bad job, although I guess they could. No, what they're listening to is the call and the sentiment of the call, and they're picking up on nuances of the customer. And in general, the computer's learning how people talk. In general, are they talking fast? Are they angry? Are they yelling? Are they sad? Uh, You can pick up all of this, and the computer is understanding it. And the computer, as it's listening to the call, can let the call center rep know this this is an upset customer. And then maybe uh, the customer is asking a question about something, and the computer is getting the answer in real time to the call center rep before the call center rep even has a chance to type in any information. It's happening in real time. It's happening really fast. And the computer is also telling the call center rep to tell the customer or give the customer more information because they know that this customer is going to have other questions based on the questions they're asking now. And the goal is to avoid that customer having to call back and go through the process of, you know, whatever, you know, making the phone call or jumping online and asking another question. It's amazing uh, what's happening today. So basically, whether it's Watson or some other amazing technology, I mean, I love what IBM's doing. I just think it's fantastic. I know if you've been following my work, and I know I'm jumping off my my outline here, but I just want to say about a month or so ago, I did a video on my YouTube channel, which is Shep TV. So just go to sheptv.com and go down to uh, the – I've started to do company tips where each month I focus on one company. And last month in February, I focused on, for Valentine's Day, 1-800-Flowers.com. And 1-800-Flowers.com is using Watson. Uh, actually, they've changed the name of Watson and gave, given Watson a sex change. Her name is now uh, Gwen, Gifts When I Need, I think is the acronym or something like that. But Gwen will help you pick out the gift that you need based, based on you know, uh, the computer asking you some questions and you giving it some answers, and then it's making suggestions. This is what we're looking at today. AI truly is going to revolutionize not just customer service, but the world and the way we interact with companies. And if you're not on board with it, if you don't at least understand it, if you're not at least considering it for your business, you're making a serious mistake because your competition is surely going to do that. And you don't want to play catch up. You don't want to play keep up. You want to be ahead of the game, which is why you're listening to Amazing Business Radio. When we come back, We're going to talk to Anthony Gunatalecki over at Andops Technology. We're going to talk about AI, and we're going to talk about amazing things here on Amazing Business Radio. So don't go away. We'll be right back. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. 
fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip stories much more all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox thanks for listening and don't forget to always be amazing this is amazing business radio with shep hyken We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network, and I promised you an amazing interview today, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Anthony Gunatalecki is the group president at Amdocs Technology. Now, Amdocs, huge, huge company uh, based, I believe, in Israel, and their U.S. headquarters are right here where I live in St. Louis, Missouri. They are a software provider that focuses on customer experience and customer service to service providers, and they do a lot of work in the telephone and cable industry, and we'll talk a little bit about that because uh, I know that uh, as I was looking through the questions that I plan to ask today, there is a comment that, hey, uh, perhaps the cable company uh, is not the greatest customer experience that we've received, although I will tell you, uh, and you've heard me talk about this and write about this, I believe cable companies are making great strides. Anyway, Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Shep. So, so much to talk about, but this, the focus on today is really about how artificial intelligence, AI, is going to revolutionize customer service. And I want to get into that, but first, really quickly, short background on yourself and, and how you got into this whole AI thing and how you see it playing out. Sure, sure. So I, I joined uh, Amdocs back in Australia and uh, kind of moved around uh, between the U.S. and Australia for the, I guess, the last 17, 18 years and uh, had the opportunity uh, working with many service providers across continents. And, uh, you know, we our company focuses on trying to improve uh, at the end of the day, customer experience, try to take it to the next level every step of the journey and every step of the way. And, uh, you know, the exciting thing lately has been this kind of intersection of technology and business disruption that's happening, right? So you see these um, crazy business models that we all know about, kind of the Uberization, Airbnb, and then you have this amazing technology disruption with all these cloud technologies and artificial intelligence kind of intersecting creating an amazing opportunity to uplift customer experience and the experience that provide that's provided to us. Um, so, you know, this is, this is kind of where the sweet spot is now. And I think this is where as a company, you know, we, we put a lot of energy and effort focusing on. On the artificial intelligence, which is a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so AI, is this the kind of thing, like I'm thinking, uh, for those that remember 2001, A Space Odyssey, there was HAL. <laughs> I mean, are, yeah. we gonna, are we reaching this era of HAL where we've got this computer that's going to talk to us? And should we be nervous or scared? Well, I, I have to tell you that I have uh, Alexa at my house. I'm sure you know right. Alexa. Alexa is, is today's version of HAL. That's right. That's right. It's not too far away, right? Right. And by the way, I just mentioned her name, and I have one here in my office, and she just lit up. She's excited now. (laughs) She's listening to her interview. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. my my wife has some concerns because sometimes she thinks I talk to Alexa more than her. But, uh, you know, I I, I think you take something like Alexa, you take something like Siri on your handset, and you're never too far away from these kind of natural language processing machines. And we take it for granted almost, right? But um, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll ask Alexa what my traffic is like on the way to work. And, you know, while I'm uh, putting butter and Vegemite on my toast, all of a sudden Alexa will give me a readout, uh, including the weather for the day. 
Wow. A Vegemite. I like that. What, <laughs> what exactly the heck is Vegemite? You know, you know so here's my so, – so, so I digress. So I, have to, I have to tell you a little bit about Vegemite. So Vegemite, I mean, I think the main ingredient, I believe, is yeast. So it doesn't sound very good. Mm. But I have to tell you, I have never met anyone that enjoys Vegemite that was never born eating Vegemite. So there's something about – as a baby, you're forced to eat Vegemite, you start to like it, then you can't stay away from it. But if you haven't had that from the time you were a baby, I don't think you'll ever enjoy Vegemite. Take my word for it. I'm going to say it was about 1980 or 81 when the Australian group Men at Work oh, came out with a song that had something to do with the Vegemite sandwich. That's right, the land down under. <laughs> yeah, the land down under. So anyway, we have digressed. Back to yeah. uh, the discussion of AI, Siri, Alexa, yeah. Echo, and uh, you know what? And, and it's also in our cars. We can talk to our cars. You know, That's right. uh, we can yeah. push a button and say navigation. You know, give us the address. We just say the address, and amazing things happen. Yeah. So, so I think what's happened. What's happened is you know we've always kind of had this uh, depth of data with us. You know, we we call it the big data revolution, right? And and there's a lot of experts on the topic and a lot of people talking about it. But what's happened in the recent years is we've managed to create these channels into it, natural interacting channels, whether it be Siri or Alexa, uh, whether it be a very uh, simple intuitive app, uh, for example. And we've managed to access this data in more of a, a human form. And what we've been trying to do lately, uh, you know, we ju we've just finished Mobile World Congress over in Barcelona, and uh, some of the things that we were showing over there is, you know, um, today you wait for your bill or you look at an app and you'll check to see, you know, how much data you have available or what your bill is, you mm -hmm. know. On a um, phone. How, on a phone, right? Mm -hmm. But how about you just walk through the kitchen and you say, Alexa, how much data do I have available? Or Alexa, I'm traveling. Can you upgrade my uh, – plan to a roaming plan uh i mean this stuff is not science fiction this is stuff that you know is available today um but the way we look at it is we think that when you think about customer experience you know my my personal belief here is you need to meet the customer at the channel of where they are at right i think i think for far too long you know companies have thought well you know, if you're using company X, you need, you need to use the application from company X. But when you look at, you know, my kids, when you look at kind of Gen Z and, and millennials, they want service where they're at. So if they're on Twitter, they want to tweet something out, right? If they're using Alexa, they want to use Alexa. Or if they're using Siri, they want to use Siri. And so I think it's important when you talk about customer experience that if you if you really want to provide a holistic view if you can incorporate a layer of intelligence and then start adding these channels on top because you know we don't even know what channels will be available in two years right right um, so i think we have no idea and it's pretty cool it's like we think we have it all uh -uh, not even close yeah exactly so i think that the foundation is critical and this is where i think the layers of intelligence are important but once you have that the right framework built for to provide a customer experience system, adding these unique channels on top should just be almost like a, I would say like an a la carte menu. Um, and, and as you know, new providers bring in new capabilities, uh, you will add it on top and, and just keep expanding your breadth. Uh, another, you know, another one of my favorite examples that, you know, we showed off last week was um, 
an integration with a, a Facebook chatbot. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, you know, I'll give you the scenario. And, and actually, this came to birth because this is a scenario that's happened to me many times. Um, you're traveling overseas. You have a couple of kids. You're traveling overseas, and one of them loses their phone. So what's the first thing you do? You find the whatever the number is, right? And you call your service provider. You're usually on the phone on hold for 10 minutes waiting for someone to – At least, right? Waiting for 10 minutes. And then you're telling them, yeah, I lost this phone. You need to provide them details, authentication. But here we have a way to use intelligence just in an amazing way. So you go onto Facebook. You're already logged in. You can authenticate yourself very easily because you can have your Facebook account connected to your service provider's account. And straight away you just type in your natural uh, you know, uh, textual language. You just type in, I lost my phone. So straight away they know who you are intelligently they can say okay it pulls up a little kind of three boxes saying which phone did you lose it'll give you the three numbers or the four numbers that you have you just click on which one they'll say okay we're suspending your line now where would we notice that you're overseas and how do you know this because you know where the person's coming from you generally know the person's out out of the country would you like me to ship it to your home would you like me to ship it to a retail store uh, near you and you know uh, let's say you're out of state or something like that, you'll get a link that shows the retail store right next to you. So all of these kind of intelligent aspects are there today, right? Because it's very contextual. Uh, we can get a lot of information, uh, obviously, you know, uh, taking care of all the privacy issues and concerns, but these are, you're now interacting directly with someone that you already trust. I love and, this. And, but it is a robot or a machine that you're interacting with. Yet it absolutely. seems, and this is the key, uh, because I, I, I talked about this uh, earlier in, in prior to our interview. It, it, it's basically, uh, it's voice recognition at, at a high level, and it's interacting with you as if it's a human response. A- absolutely. And you know what? It's probably less frustrating and smarter than your first level uh, person that answers a phone in a call center, right? Because it knows who you are. It contextually knows what's going on. And, and the next step in this process, by the way, we go directly into our product catalog and we figure out what, which devices are eligible for you to get. And we say, hey, these are the eligible devices. P- please pick one. And the next thing, you ship it to your address and you're done. And this is done over, I think we counted it. We can go through this entire process in eight seconds. Eight right? seconds. Now, eight seconds. I think that's now, try- really that's fa- if you know what you're doing. It may take a guy like me sixteen seconds. I'll give you twenty five, <laughs> right? But I'll but take you that over ten minutes of hold time. <laughs> where, by the way, the message says, "Thank you for holding. Your call is very important to us. We're going to make you wait just a few minutes longer to prove it." That's right. That's right. And this is this is where I think, you know, uh, it sounds it sounds uh, so much like, you know, something out of uh, uh, out of a movie. But these technologies and these capabilities are there today. They're available to us today. And what we're doing now is we're just stitching them together in the right way that make makes it uh, more human. Right. More more capable to interact with us as opposed to, you know, you need to know some programming language in order to get something out of it. Right. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about how some people are concerned that A.I. is going to take away jobs from people in the world. I personally don't think 
they are if that's going to happen. I want to hear your take, and I also want to hear more about how Amdocs is really, you know, what they're specifically doing in this um, function of artificial intelligence and how it is truly revolutionizing the way we think of customer service. We are on Amazing Business Radio. We're talking with Anthony Gunatalecki. My name's Shep Hyken. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. Anthony, uh, you know, everybody says, AI, I'm worried about it. Uh, computers are taking over. If I am interacting with a computer, if I'm calling and I'm talking to a computer that's recognizing my voice, that almost sounds human-like, Tell me, is that taking away from people doing their job in you know a, a real job? Is that substituting? What what's happening? Have you heard anything, or do you have any info or data about that? Yeah, I, I think you know it's a very uh, interesting philosophical discussion, right? I, I think uh, you can probably have a whole ethics class on uh, AI in the future, and 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 you know you sp- talk about ethics and morals, and you can go down a whole interesting path, but particularly on the jobs angle, if you think about it. Um, let, me, let me maybe ask a, start by asking a question. Who says the typical workday needs to be eight hours? Right. Right. I mean, this is, we're just accustomed to it, right? So, well, you need to work eight hours. Now, if I can work smarter, if I can somehow take tasks that I do and automate it, I am all for it because that means it clears up me to do something more important because at the end of the day, I I still don't think there's anything else on the planet like the human mind and the human brain, no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. So if you can find better uses for it, more creative uses for it, uh, thinking up the next new idea, I think more power to humankind. Um, so I don't necessarily you know, look at it as AI replacing uh, humans. I look at it as AI replacing the things that you don't want to do that can be replaced by AI. Right, lower-level tasks yeah, is, is yeah, what we that. can call them. Hey, an address change or a billing address change. Uh, I lost my phone. Can you send me a new one? Those are easy. And I would imagine that once uh, – and tell me if, if your system does this. Uh, yep. Once it gets – I'm sure the computer can recognize – that the customer is confused or is not getting the answer that they want. Um, I assume mm-hmm. contextually mm-hmm. that it has the yep. ability. Will it then automatically, seamlessly flip you over to a human being? Yeah, so this is this is exactly the idea, right? I mean, there's a lot of uh, work going on now with uh, IBM and Microsoft with a lot of investment on on knowing, trying to analyze sentiments and conversation 
and textual sentiments. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I, I saw this small company that we're looking at integrating into our call centers, which starts to analyze voice sentiments. So when a customer calls in, they say, okay, is this customer happy? Is this customer sad? Is this customer frustrated? And it's amazing on the results and the words it puts out. It almost puts out like a word cloud uh, and it can store on the customer profile. So what you can do here is straight away, you know that someone's calling, is frustrated. And we all know a frustrated customer is just a precursor to churn, right? right. I mean, this is a great, great lead indicator to churn. So if you can detect this in the first 30 seconds and you say, hey, this person's civilly, seriously frustrated, we need to make sure that you know we take care of them and address their needs, uh, I think it can only benefit customer experience. So, so I think trying to analyze uh, these sentiments and trying to understand it and then hand it off to a human to deal with, but not just hand it off. So let, let's talk about that part for a minute. You know, we've always had the all had the experience of you call a one eight hundred number, you talk yeah. with someone, and they say, Transfer. "Oh, hang on, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a different department." Mm-hmm. And guess what? You have to go through the whole all over again. process again, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now suddenly, our chatbot or the interaction takes all of the interaction, contextualizes it, passes it on to someone else, and the person goes, "Oh, I, I see you're traveling, and you lost your phone, sir, and you ordered a phone, but." I see that um, we kind of lost you when you were trying to get it delivered to a certain place. How can I help you with that? Right. right? I they mean, don't have to repeat line, it. Oh, right. Exactly. exactly. I mean, that line to me would have been, oh, thank you. Someone who understands, oh, here's what I need. Fantastic. Uh, uh, something else that may be of interest to, to your listeners is, um, you know, the whole idea of uh, customer feedback and customer survey. And, you know, there's obviously uh, NPS, which I'm sure your re- right. uh, listeners mm-hmm. are very familiar with. Um, so a lot of our customers are doing NPS via kind of a very short SMS survey. Um, so they, you know, they might walk into a store, leave the store on their way out. They just get a quick thing. Were you happy with the service? Would you recommend us? And give us a score. Right. Text message. And just a text message, right? And if you think about how we used to survey people back in the day, where someone would call you at 6.30 just as you sat down for dinner and, and you'd hang up on them, the, the return rate on getting a survey just as you walk out the store is very, very high, especially uh, over text. And what we allow them to do as a second step is say, is there anything else you would like to say? And we try to analyze this text, and then based on this, we make a kind of a prediction, should we call this person, uh, is this person happy, what type of sentiments are coming across on their free text. So, you know, these are, I think, you know, the cool thing about this is we're not just using artificial intelligence to try and sell you more stuff. You know, we're using artificial intelligence to try and see how we can serve you better so you will be a happier customer walking away. Right, and I've experienced exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to tell you the name of the phone company I use, but their initials are AT&T. And, 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 you know, I love AT&T. Right, right. So AT&T, they're, they're great. And, and you know, sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them. I will tell you, people who tell me they have bad experiences with their cable companies and their phone companies, you know, 
I, I sense that when there's a problem, you know, yeah, I just ask to speak to somebody in charge, a supervisor, and I get yep. taken care of. But overall, with all of these people and all of these industries, I think, you know, it, cable and, and phone, and they're kind of interrelated because AT&T has their, you know, cable or online sure. Internet systems. They're all related. But I know when I get finished uh, changing my plan and I've talked to somebody, I get that that text message. How would you rate us? And then the second message, anything else? And I just love that. And that's real time. So that's what you're providing. That's what your company does. Yeah, so that that's just one facet of it. But right. I, I think I think this creating this ecosystem around the customer experience is key. Because it's not just the first touch point, right? But it's that even that last touch point of making sure you know you have a journey. I mean, well, one thing I want to say with service providers, I mean, I think, you know, uh to if I, if I can like come to their defense for two seconds, because I know there's a, a lot of press out there and uh, a lot of people who throw their arms in the air, you know. Um, but if you think about it for a second, it's not like you walk into a store and you say, hey, I want to buy this pair of shoes. You buy the pair of shoes and you walk out. When you think of a service provider, think, you think of the complexities that they need to manage, right? So first of all, you're dealing with a vast array of generations, right? From a seven, eight-year-old that has a phone mm-hmm. all the way up to a you know, 60, 70, 80-year-old that has a phone. And the behaviors of these different generations, obviously, we all know vary quite considerably. So you start from there. Then you start with a multiple array of devices. Then each device is configured with data, messaging, voice, different plans, right? Then you have a relationship that potentially lasts not just one interaction, but it's on an ongoing basis, sometimes for a lifetime. Right. At least that's what AT&T and any other phone vendor hopes that you stay with them for life. Right. And then you you bring a, you know, it's not like uh, I just walk to the grocery store and you buy five different things and you walk out. Once you add these five products, then you may get a bundle discount. You may terminate one. You need to deal with the early termination. So there's this multitude of complexities when it comes to a service provider that, uh, you know, builds a complex environment. And, you know, part of our job and, and, you know, companies like Amdocs is to make sure that we try to demystify this and we try to simplify it. And I think, uh, you know, service providers are going a long way to try and do that from where they were. But, you know... Uh, I guess it's a little bit of a promo or a little bit of an insight, but it's a very complex environment to manage. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to stand up for that as well. Um, I'm on this side of the fence. Uh, yes, the cable industry and the phone industry have a black eye. And you look at incidents like uh, what happened at Comcast uh, two or three years ago where customer calls up. All he wants to do is disconnect his service. And yep. the call center rep just kept asking questions. Finally, the customer puts the phone on speaker so everybody can hear, takes out his mobile device, records the call, puts it on, uh, I'm not sure whether it was Facebook or whatever social media channel, and then it goes viral. And all of a sudden, oh, terrible. So I believe, as I look at the American Customer Satisfaction Index ratings, every one of these companies, AT&T, Comcast, Verizon, every one of them, are increasing their customer satisfaction scores. Now, 
companies like uh, Nordstrom and Amazon and Zappos go from A to Z, Amazon and Zappos, uh, coincidentally owned by the same people. Same uh, company, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are setting the bar for what great service yep. looks like. And while these other companies are increasing, and they are, and I applaud them for it, the bar's set a little bit higher, so the expectation of the customer is up there a little bit higher. And maybe uh, yep. the customer says, oh, the service isn't getting better. It really is getting better, and it's getting better and better, and eventually they're going to catch up. Um, I just did an article on uh, the URL, customerservice.com. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you know – Nobody's using that. It's for sale by an individual who is smart enough to buy it and is getting ready to sell it for millions of dollars <laughs> to <laughs> the company that wants to align itself with the word customer service forever, you know, as a brand yep. asset. And I think it's really cool. A, a company that is going to own that asset needs to uh, be able to meet the expectation. And I believe that, you know, what we're talking about here is is getting all of us closer to handle those simple things that AI can currently handle. And by the way, in, in a year, it's, the AI is going to handle more complicated, more sophisticated uh, things. But before we get going, I, I know we're getting close to ending the interview. I, want, I have two questions. And the first is, what's Amdocs specifically doing? Like, what's the latest and greatest thing we want to know about how Amdocs is floating around in this space? Yeah, so, so I think the, the latest, greatest thing when it comes to service providers, you know, when we when we talk, you know, everyone loves the word uh, uh, digitalization of their companies, right, um, and, and pushing kind of the customer experience uh, boundaries as far as you can go. But one of the things we also need to realize, especially when it comes to service providers, it's not just the front end of customer experience, meaning it's not just that great seamless app on your phone that you can easily interact with. But it's also making sure the back end is automated. It's making sure the back end is real time. So, for example, you know, uh, my dream is I sit at home, I say, hey, I want this service, I want it now, I want uh, this type of speed on my network, I click submit. The whole thing, it just doesn't happen on my app on the front end. But it even gets provision on the network on the back end. So there's a big revolution going on right now on the digitization of the network, the virtualization of the network. So moving from boxes and wires and things like that. And you may think that you know that's so far away from customer experience. But if you think about it, that's the, that's the biggest way to move the needle, right? So if you're a business and you're ordering a service, imagine you know just saying, hey, I, I would like this service. I would like this speed of my uh, my internet to be this, I would like this many voice lines, and suddenly it's provisioned automatically. Um, this is what we've been working on. Uh, actually, you mentioned AT&T. In conjunction with AT&T and then going um, broadly, we launched it last week. I think the digitization of the network will have a material impact uh, on customer experience just because it will happen. Well, you know, way, you don't have yeah. to think about it. And the way you're explaining it makes complete logical sense. Uh, so wrapping it all up, and I warned you this question was coming, uh, I always ask the one thing question. One thing you want us to remember about what we've talked about today, or maybe there's something you just need to share. You want to make sure our listeners remember and know this. What would it be? Uh, the one thing I would say, 
you know, especially for people listening, uh, trying to improve customer experiences, I think, you know, take all your old KPIs and benchmarks and throw it out the window. I think we used to measure things like AHT, average handling time, call deflection. You know, these are the things that used to drive call centers and things like that. If you think about customer experience, this is totally counterintuitive to what you want to do from a customer experience perspective. Do you really want to keep the customer the least amount of time on the phone? Or do you want to make sure that they're happy? Do you want to deflect them and pass them onto another channel and meet your KPI? Or do you want to make sure their problem is addressed? So I think we have enough intelligence and contextual awareness to make sure that's happening. I think from a business perspective, we need to really relook at the way we measure customer experience and KPIs within companies. I love it. And whether you're in a call center or contact center, or you're just dealing frontline, typical customer service from the standpoint of people coming to you with issues, what you just said is important. It's not about how many people you talk to an hour or how many people you see in an hour. It's when they walk away, are they happy? Are they willing to, if it's Absolutely. an NPS score, recommend you to someone else? Or more importantly, are they willing to come back because they know that when they do business with you, things are going to turn out right. Even when there's a problem, they know they can count on you. Outstanding. That's right. So, Anthony, outstanding interview. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio, because you've given us amazing insights into some pretty incredible technology that's coming down the pike. It's currently here, but what we have to look forward to, uh, I can't wait. We've been talking with Anthony Gunatelecki of Amdocs, and uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. No worries. Great to have you. Well, all right. Thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure, everybody. I can't wait to see what we've got next week for you. It's going to be another amazing interview. So in the meantime, between now and then, I want you to remember, always be amazing. This is Shep Hyken with Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.